0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast is brought to you by... Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois, and by Michael Elwood of Remax First Service, serving the Chicagoland area. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome into the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Jay Zawoski with you here for this emergency trade edition of the Madhouse Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Thank you for listening as always. Sorry we could not get to this trade breakdown last night, but I was drunk. Sorry, that's the truth. I like to be honest. I like to keep it real on this podcast. I was a little drunk. So I didn't want to do a drunken podcast. I want to take some time and make sure I had all the information I needed. Wanted to make sure I knew where I was and who I was, what the name of the podcast was, and all those things. So uh, happy to be with you here this Sunday afternoon, breaking down the big trade. I guess it's big. I wouldn't call it a blockbuster, but it's pretty big. If you haven't heard the news, the Chicago Blackhawks traded forward Dominic Cahoon and a fifth-round draft pick to the Pittsburgh Penguins for defenseman Oli Mata. Now, if you take a look around the interwebs, you look at people like me, some bloggers like Sam Fells and uh, Chief, and all those guys, people not super thrilled with this trade, and I can see where they're coming from. And before we get into what kind of player Oli Mata is, let's discuss first how the trade affects the team going forward. So I think if I had talked to you, if I ran into you on the streets a week ago, and I said, Hello, Madhouse listener. Uh, what do you think positionally is the Blackhawks' biggest logjam? I think you would have said defense. You've got a full roster of Keith and Seabrook, who very likely aren't going to be able to go going anywhere. The Hawks probably can't move either of those guys. Not sure if they even want to move Keith. Not sure if they even want to move Seabrook. But if they wanted to, it would still be difficult. You've got Connor Murphy. You've got Carl Dahlstrom. You brought back Slater Cuckoo. You've got Henry Yokoharu waiting in the wings. You've got Gustav Forsling. You've got, uh, let's see, Adam Boquist. You've got Nicholas Bodan. You've got Ian Mitchell. You've got all these players knocking on the door or already in the organization, ready to play defense. And you bring in another top four, I think... If you, could, if you say top four about Olimata, I think you are technically correct because he's a four. <laughs> so if he's your number four defenseman, I guess by definition, he's a top four defenseman. But truthfully, he's probably somewhere between a four and a six. He had a down year last year. And look, he's 24. He's got two Stanley Cups. He is renowned as a tireless worker. One of the guys that will give everything he's got every shift, which is good. Those things are important. Okay, we'll get into the player in a little bit, but when you look at the shape of this roster at this point, and again, it's June 16th. The draft is June 21st. Free agency starts July first. So there's no point in saying this roster sucks or it's screwed or whatever, but I'm struggling to see the direction here. I reported a couple weeks ago the Hawks were looking for a number four, a top four defenseman. That was their offseason number one priority. I wonder if Stan Bowman thinks this is it. The Stan Bowman think Oli Mata is enough to make the Blackhawks better defensively? And I do think he makes them better, but I don't think he's a huge difference maker by any means. And again, you gave up Dominic Cahoon to get him. It's not like you gave up a superstar or a high pick to get him. But you've already got all those guys I mentioned. They've got to play, right? And I think Mata is probably comparable to Connor Murphy as far as talent goes. So... Yeah, he will be an everyday, as long as he's healthy, he will be an everyday starter for the Blackhawks. So now you're talking about those four, Keith Seabrook, Murphy, and Mata, are definitely in every game. Eric Gustafson, obviously, is is there every game as well. So those are your five. Those are set. Those are set in stone. Then you've got the logjam we discussed. You've got all these guys on the roster and you have one spot on the ice available at this point so is it Henry you? that's who I would like to see it be but again it's one spot for all these guys the names in the roster Carl Dahlstrom Gustav Forsling Slater Cuckoo those are the ones they have on the NHL roster along with Gustafson Keith Mata Murphy and Seabrook okay but then you go into the system and you've got this deep deep pool of prospects to choose from I don't know I just don't see where these guys are going to fit so if Yokoharu plays as Carl Dahlstrom you're seven and sitting on in the press box most nights what are you gonna do with Gustav Forsling if you bring him back which I've sort of advocated for them to do considering how much he's played and how young he is and how there have been snaps of you know brilliance from him from time to time Is Forza going to spend more time in Rockford? Are you holding down Adam Boquist and Nicholas Bodan because there's veteran players on this team? Maybe Connor Murphy's dealt. Maybe they trade Eric Gustafson. But now, do you want to move Gustafson? Because, yeah, he's the opposite of Mata where he's not reliable defensively at all, but he was one of the main reasons your power play got better. I don't know. And the other part of this that sort of rubs me the wrong way He's a slow skater. Ole Mata is one of the slowest skating defensemen in the entire National Hockey League. And when we take a look and we see the league getting faster, the game getting faster, the last two major moves the Blackhawks have made have made them significantly slower. You traded Nick Schmaltz for Dylan Strom, which by whatever metric you want to use was a great trade. It worked out. Dylan Strome found himself as one of our three stars of the game probably two or three times a week. He was a huge part of the reason the power play turned around. His chemistry with Alex DeBrinkett was phenomenal. It was a great deal. It worked out very well. So it's not a knock on Strome, but he's a slow skater. Now you make this trade Cahoon for Mata and you add another slow skater on your defense. I just want to know what is the direction and now that we have a summer with some cap space, with some, look, if they wanted to make a blockbuster trade and trade that third overall pick, they could do it. They could bring in a proven top defenseman for that pick. I mentioned it before, Jacob Truba. This is not anything I'm being told. This is just me looking at a guy that needs to be traded, looking at a guy who fits with the Blackhawks need. That's a guy you could consider trading that pick for and he makes you immediately better and changes the conversation about the Blackhawks so they've got some flexibility to improve this roster so before I flip out and get mad about this trade I need to see how things shake out again draft is Friday free agency July 1st there's a lot of time between now and the puck drop for the 2019-20 regular season to build this roster. But at this moment, which is all we can go by, all we can go by is right now, it doesn't make a ton of sense. When we come back from this short timeout, we will scout the player, Oli Mata, on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more to help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Welcome back to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Jay Zawoski with you here talking about the Blackhawks trade for Olimata. Mata. We talked about the roster ramifications. Now let's talk about the player. We mentioned his slow skating. It is an absolute fact that Oli Mata is a slow skater. However, he is very savvy defensively. He knows his limitations and can sort of play the style of game that can keep him out of bad situations most of the time he was a healthy scratch at the end of the playoffs for the penguins last year this past season and that's obviously not a good thing you don't want your big trade acquisition to be a guy who was scratched in the stanley cup playoffs that's obvious but a year ago motto was coming off a very strong season again two stanley cups is a 24 year old and he was a major factor in both of those cup runs So there's a bit of a pedigree there. He's overcome a lot of injuries. He's overcome cancer. I think that he makes the team better. I don't think there's much of a doubt about that. The number one thing I'm excited about with Mata is his effect on the penalty kill, which was a huge problem for the Hawks last year. As much as their power play improved, their penalty kill suffered, and it was flat-out bad. Now you've got a defender who knows how to kill penalties, who is a willing shot blocker, that's something the team needed, and if you guys have not checked it out yet, the Hawks Talk podcast from NBC Net with Pat Boyle and Char- Charlie Rumeliotis. they interviewed Jeremy Cowton, I think it was last week, maybe the week before. Outstanding. You guys have to listen to the interview with Cowlton. It was the most detail I've heard from Cowlton about his coaching philosophy, and he said we need guys that are harder to play against. We need some guys who can play physically. We need some guys who are willing to do those playoff things to win. And Olimata, being a willing shot blocker and defender, is one of those things that the Blackhawks lacked last season. So I think that yeah, the defense is better adding Olimata. I know a lot of people want to be pissed off. A lot of people are fired up. I get it. I can see why. But I do think this makes the team better. And you did fill an area of need. But there's just a lot more work to be done roster wise. And we'd be remiss if we didn't discuss the effect of losing Dominic Cahoon. I think if you walked outside and asked 100 people, who's Dominic Cahoon? Maybe one or two would know or have an idea, like, isn't he on the Blackhawks or something? Not a household name by any means. He is a very replaceable NHL player. That said, he found himself last year playing important minutes, In every role imaginable, he played on all four lines, including starting the season up on the top line with Jonathan Taves. He played a lot of the season on the second power play unit for the Blackhawks as well. He proved himself to be a pretty solid and reliable player. And one thing that sort of stuck with me today that that kind of bothered me, Stan Bowman said, "Doing a forward, we are doing from a position of strength. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's so much depth as it is strength you've got Taves, Kane, DeBrinket, Strom, Saad, Anisimov those are your proven air quotes proven NHL forwards right those are the guys you know you can put out there for 82 games and are going to be dependable enough you know to to be a guy that can play every night other elsewhere in the row I guess you could throw Drake Kajula in there as well But then from there you go, John Hayden, David Kampf, you know, Brandon Perlini. I liked what he, what I saw at the end of last year. Didn't like what I saw in the beginning of the year. You've got new guys in uh, Anton Whedon and Dominic Kubelik, who Stan Bowman believes is going to step in right away. You've also got Dylan Secura, who played okay, I thought, but just couldn't put the puck in the back of the net all year last year. So yeah, you have a lot of forwards. I just don't know how many proven forwards you have, and I do think even if Kubelik steps in and Whedon steps in and their contributors, you're down a quality forward in Dominic Cahoon. Now look, you were able to acquire, however you want to define it, a top four defenseman for Dominic Cahoon, which I think if I was to tell you yesterday, hey, the Hawks are going to trade Cahoon for a top four defenseman, would you do it? Absolutely yes. Everybody would say yes right? But it is a blow to the forward depth. It's a blow to the proven forward depth. And uh, I think he's going to have a nice second year jump and he's going to do it in Pittsburgh now. So again, not mad about the transaction itself. Do I think Ole Mata is a better player right now than Dominic Hoon? Yes, I do. I do. But you have to look at things in the context of where the trade, you know, on where he was traded. And Olimata on the Blackhawks right now. Again, at June June 16th at 12:10 p.m. It's just I don't see where it fits just yet. There's a lot of off season to go. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of these podcasts where we're discussing off season moves and signings. So hopefully the roster starts to take shape and we can break it down with a little more focus. But for now, I'm going to say I am I like the trade with an asterisk, saying assuming other things are done to improve the roster and I think they will be I think they will be done I think um, from all reports the Hawks have been very busy this offseason checking in on a lot of things so Stan Bowman's not done the Blackhawks aren't done it's just sort of sort of hard to evaluate this trade right now so let's just call it incomplete by the way James and I will be back early next week with a full draft preview podcast we're going to talk to Ryan Wagman from McKean's Hockey their draft guide is out go get it check it out find out everything you need to know before friday's draft uh it's gonna be a really exciting week around the nhl uh, tons of trades happen before and around the draft we're also getting to the point now where you'll see teams trade for the rights to unrestricted free agents i wonder if a team might hit up the columbus blue jackets for the negotiating rights to artemi panarin hmm. not saying the hawks just saying that's the sort of thing columbus went all in on a stanley cup and now they're going to lose panarin and Bobrovsky to free agency they might as well get something for those guys while they can maybe a team thinks they have a leg up on panarin and will make a deal to to get his rights and then try to sign him before july 1st hits but it's going to be really interesting all right with that let's wrap things up want to thank our sponsors triple threat sports for all your team outfitting needs call chris 708-478-6090 Marishka's in crest hill family owned and operated since 1933 chuck southern comforts cafe with locations in burbank and darien visit chuckscafe.com rabbit brewing the time has come for you to drink mythological level craft ales visit the southland legend rabbit brewing in homewood illinois and of course our star real estate broker michael elwood of remax first service find your dream home with michael elwood of remax first service thanks for listening to this edition of the madhouse chicago hockey podcast What up? This is Robert Ory. You might know me as Big Shot Bob, and I want you to check out my new podcast, The Big Shot Bob Pod. We'll always be talking hoops, football, sports, and I'm going to bring you some big guests like Lakers legend Shaquille O'Neal in our premiere episode. I know I didn't come in to train and camp the best of shape, but... Well, well you I'm, did one time. Yeah, one <laughs> Subscribe now to The Big Shot Bob Pod on the Podcast One app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.